you want to do the intro? No. Oh, come on. I was going to make you do it. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Luxevo Vacations Radio. I am Dustin Kramer, your host. And today, you need to get your bowl of popcorn out. You need to get comfy, cozy, and rosy. And we are going to tell some stories. Luxevo Vacations Radio. Okay, we have Bert Kramer back with us today in the studio to tell some stories. And kind of the reason that we're doing this little story time is we have a a semi-special episode next week that you'll want to tune in for because we're going to have an industry professional in the seat uh, and it'll, it'll all tie together. So we'll just kind of get this one rolling so that it starts making sense. Um, we're telling stories about cruises, and uh, before I take up any more air in the room, I'll let Bert say hello. It's hey. been a week. Hey, everybody. Yeah, it's good to be back. Isn't it, though? Okay, Um. so I've been wanting to do this episode because I, this is like also entertainment value. We're not just trying to teach you guys all the time. So I said, hey, I want to tell stories about our cruises because for some reason... Um, I don't know. They're just pretty, pretty good. Kind of like Clark Griswold-ish stories. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and like I said, it'll tie into next week's episode pretty good. Well, yeah, I'm, I, I know this has been on our list of, um, podcast topics and, uh, I knew it'd be coming up. Didn't know it was going to be today, but, uh, yeah, you're right. It is going to tie in with next week. <clears throat> you know, as I was thinking about this, um, you know, we've got so much content, so many stories from our different cruises that we've gone on as a family. You know, and as I was thinking about that, you know, from our travel agent's perspective, you know, you think that you're selling a vacation and, you know, uh, and you are, but it's it's really a lot more than just a vacation. You know, I'm, I, as I'm, I'm thinking about these stories that we're going to be sharing here, you know, the cruise has long since been paid for and, you know, the pictures have all been posted up on social media. The food's been eaten and digested. But you know what? All that stuff is gone. But the memories are really what we're hanging on to. So, you know, you as a travel agent, you know, you're, you're not just selling a vacation. You know, you're selling you know, hopefully what are going to be memories that your clients are going to, you know, share and take with them for years and years to come. Yes, and we we use these stories um, to kind of introduce at three-day training our, like, cruise line reps, yeah. depending on which line that is going up and story. So I thought as I was coming up with this topic and these notes that we would start with your, um, like, your first experience with cruising, <laughs> just because... It was you, you and mom that went on one first before, you know, yeah. introducing the family to it. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what year it was. So. Yeah, I'd have to go back and check. I don't know if it was like, uh, you know, how two thousand two, three something. It was. It was back there quite a ways. Um, but yeah, some friends of ours who had been on a couple of cruises before, they, uh, they, you know, were asking us if we'd go with them and, you know, we'd never been on a cruise before. So we said yes. And, you know, they kind of left it up to, uh, to me to, you know, figure out what, you know, what itinerary and ship and price and all that kind of stuff. So we ended up going out on, I'm going to get this wrong. I don't know if it's the, uh, 
Nordic Empress, is it? No. Yes, or uh, Empress of the Seas, or anyways. I don't think it, they did it of the seas yet. Really? Well, it was an it was an older um, Royal Caribbean ship. Um, it, I think it weighed in at something like forty four thousand tons, which you know, comparatively now, I think the Oasis class or something like two hundred and sixty thousand tons. So yeah. this was um, this was a you know a small ship in today's standards. But I can remember pulling up to. Uh, when we finally got to the uh, to the to the ship and uh, looking at this thing and it's like gigantic. I mean, it's like huge. I mean, I couldn't believe how big this this ship was. I mean, how does it stay afloat? It was you know, really my first experience with cruising, and uh, so you know, once we finally got into one of our first ports, you know, we we got in there. Um, before anybody else did, and uh, as we're coming back to the ship later on that day, we uh, <laughs> we had seen that the Norwegian Dawn, which was a new ship back then, had pulled up alongside of our our ship, and I'm like, oh my God, you could put three of our cruise ships inside of that Norwegian Dawn, and again, today's standards, the Norwegian Dawn is a smaller ship too, so they're uh, luxury tugboats, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, when I say that um, when we eventually got to the cruise ship, I mean uh, it was. Quite Questionable whether or not we were going to make that, that uh, you know the the, the sailing. Um, we we finally did after some delays. We got to the ship, but our luggage never. Well, it, it finally made it, but it didn't make it that day. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I think two days later that our luggage finally showed up in Grand Cayman. So uh, what we what we walked on board the ship with is what we had to wear for the next two days. But Royal Caribbean hooked you up, didn't they? Well, you know, but yeah, they kind of did, but. Um, uh, you know, the, the smaller ship like that, it had one tiny little commissary type store. They didn't have, you know, a sprawling, you know, promenade, mall, yeah, yeah, promenade with all these different, you know, uh, stores. So we were really, really limited on, you know, what we had. But what they did is they hooked us up. I don't know if it was the first night or the second night, but um, uh, was the uh, the formal mm-hmm. night. So it had to be the second night there. And again, we still didn't have our clothes yet. Um, so uh, what they did is they gave. Um, me and my friend Chuck, free um, tuxedos. So <laughs> we got to go to the form night in brand new tuxedos, which mm. was pretty cool. We hadn't planned on that, but they had no socks. So here oh, I am in, <laughs> in a tuxedo, these nice polished black you know shoes with no socks. So it was pretty hilarious. And and so after that, um, do you, uh, you you're not totally solid on the date of that, but how how long after that? would have been before we went like as a family you know maybe two or three years i think it was like i feel like we went on the mariner then in 2007 you could have been 2007 or six yeah something like that um yeah um gosh that's that was a great ship it's still in service it's gone through you know refurbishment so um Mm -hmm. uh, and uh you know a great ship now I don't know too many, you know, stories from. Oh, I guess the story from that one, because that was the first cruise that I took um, you and your brothers on. And I mm, and the wait, the Mariner. Well, I think it was the Mariner, wasn't it? That wasn't that the first one that you guys went on. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was. Um, the only one that sticks out to me is David and the waiter, <laughs> because if you're thinking of the Saint Martin, which we'll get to, that's later on. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So the only one that really sticks out with our first cruise was David and. Well, I need Michael to share that Thomas story. Or whatever he is. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, because remember, I'm like, I'm only going off of my memory of it, so jump in. But as I recall, we were at Cosmel. Cosmel, yeah. right, mm-hmm. Mexico. 
Um, and we'd gone on, you know, on the island as a family, right. hung out, walked the... Come see my shop. I yeah, think Chuck yeah. was walking around trying to find a Rolex. He had everybody bidding against him. And I think he eventually ended up with a knockoff Rolex for like a hundred bucks. In a back alley. Right? <laughs> yeah. But um, I think all that while though, David had discovered that, um, well, for one, the drinking age was, if you could see over the bar and uh, that it was like dollar or I think like, yeah, for like a dollar, dollar Doseki or something. And he just was enjoying that. And um, yeah, I... I so we all. Had, I, I don't think I was enjoying it. I don't know yet. I, I think I stayed pretty straight on that. But we all headed back you to, know, the, to the ship. To the yeah, ship. did the thing. Got ready. Dinner was coming. Yeah. I mean, he made it to dinner, right? Yeah. yeah. But when we got on the ship, we didn't know it. Patricia and I, we had gone up to our room to rest and you know, kind of get ready for dinner. But David decided oh, he took Derek back. With his him. vacation wasn't over. That's right. So he takes his brother, who at the time it couldn't have been what like uh, if that was 2007 then i don't know he was born eight, nine, eight nine something like that ten. not old no 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 yeah we about nine years old or so yeah <laughs> so david takes his nine-year-old brother off the ship in a foreign country <laughs> to go find some place to dollar buy beers more beers <laughs> so i mean to get to the other stories uh he i just know that during dinner he was very happy i think at one point I'll try to paint this picture, but our waiter, I believe his name was Michael um, from the Philippines, and he was walking around to get our orders, and he came like around to like David and was like behind him, and I think that David like rested his head on him somehow, and I just remember <laughs> Michael like patting the top of his head very um, gently. Well, my memory of that um, uh, cruise, because again, it was the first one that we took you guys on. And I remember, you know, as we're, you know, we're, we're boarding the ship and they're, you know, they're doing the pre-boarding stuff where they're giving you your ID cards. And I remember the, the woman across the counter from me said, you know, sir, would you like to also extend, um, you know, the privilege um, so that your sons can use their, <laughs> their, uh, their, what are they, their key for purchases? And I'm like, Phew. you know, my sons are totally responsible. Yes, go ahead. You can give them purchasing power off on their on their room card. And I really never, I really didn't think a whole lot more about what I just did. Right, because you were thinking of your first ship where you were on. There's no shops. <laughs> right, but everything kind of changed when. We went to get off the ship and they give me this, you know, three page statement <laughs> for, you know, my uh, what do they call that? Settle up your onboard account. Yeah. And it's like fourteen hundred dollars in charges you guys racked up, you know, and here you guys are walking off the ship with hoodies and watches on I, your I wrist. I was going to say the only thing I remember buying was a, a track jacket that had the the crown and anchor emblem on it and I think a watch because of formal night or something. Yeah. I don't know what else it would have been. Maybe Starbucks or something. Starbucks. I think there was a ton of Red Bull purchases Probably, on there too. Yeah. So yeah. And between the three of us, you know. You had fun. And I'm I'm I don't want to take all the blame. I know that, you know, you and mom were on the ship too and you know, things were probably purchased. But anyways, yeah. So Lesson learned. Lesson learned. So I think we're only fast forwarding a little bit and and the most I think famous one that you, we tell, uh, besides the St. Martin one, which people, I'm telling you, stick around. The St. Martin one is good. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's not It's not this next story. They aren't the same year. It's a different ship. But um, the next one is where we almost miss the boat, which I think is the name of this episode. But 
You know, where we traveled with the grandparents and it was icy and all that one. Uh, so that was freedom. Of, that, that was, was freedom. Wasn't that the same one? I don't think so. I okay. think the one where, or maybe it was. I think it was the same one. That, that was I freedom just don't of the remember seas. like uh, the grandparents being there. Yeah, I think they were. While we well, were at St. Well, if, let's even assume, if it, let's assume it is, good I memories. guess. I guess. Well, sure. Yeah, so, um, you know, this particular cruise, if I remember, you that the night before we left, you had... The uh, cast well, party. The cast party at our house, which was, I don't know, how old were you then? Uh, it was my senior year. Senior so, year. And, and cast party is, you know, there was like a theatrical performance that happened the night before, so I decided to have the entire cast crew and whatnot And over. this is February, and February, I can remember yeah. there was like, you know, 12 of you guys... 14. <laughs> out, outside, in the dead of winter, in a snowstorm in, in our hot yeah. tub. Um, I don't even know how you fit everybody in there, but I do remember that, you know, like, I don't know, 12, one o'clock in the morning, shuttling, you know, your friends home in this blizzard, yeah. realizing that we had to get up in like four hours to catch our shuttle to take us down to Akron to actually get on the, uh, onto the plane and get to where I don't know where we we're going. I think we were going out of, um, my, I'm sure it was Miami mm, on Miami. that trip. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, I remember getting to Akron, and Akron is a smaller regional uh, airport south of Cleveland, Ohio, and we get there, and, you know, we're all kind of super excited. Everybody's ready to board. We got my grandmother and her sister that, that were with us. And um, What are their ages, though? Just oh, to back give then, I think it was, I think it was um, you know, probably 82, 83, so, yeah. <laughs> So, one with a bum knee. One with yeah, my aunt had a bum knee, so she kind of was a little bit slow. But uh, <laughs> you know, they're you know we're kind of waiting to board and waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, they you know they let us board, and then they come on after everybody gets on board, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we're gonna have to chill out for here for a little bit because apparently the toilets overnight had frozen up and." FAA <laughs> regulations won't let a plane fly without, you know, a working toilet. So here we are, you know, them trying to heat up the the uh, the restrooms. And so finally, you know, you know, we uh, were able to get off. But for some reason, we got diverted to I don't know where it was. Was it Kansas City or someplace like that there? Yeah. Which is not that? even close to Miami. I feel like they did that because of the whole reverse thruster yeah, issue. Yeah. So we're sitting, I think it was Kansas, In but Kansas. We're, we're sitting there and waiting and waiting. And I mean, time is is ticking away. I mean, we had left. I mean, remember where I started with this? It was like six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. So we had plenty of time to get from Akron, Ohio to Miami, Florida, but not when you, you know, suddenly are going instead of to Charlotte, I forget where we're supposed to connect at Charlotte or Atlanta, but instead you're going to Kansas City and we're sitting there waiting. They finally, finally, you know, got us, um, <clears throat> you know, airborne again after probably a couple of hours of layovers. And it's right. Well, kid. I mean, they were trying to fix it yeah. in Kansas, but I think they just gave up. And they're just like, well, Miami's got a long runway, so we'll hope for the best. <laughs> so, um, you know, we we were now in critical mode because, um, you know, we, you know, I'm just doing the math. I mean, I know how long it's going to take us to get to Miami. And, and uh, so I'm not sure if it was in Kansas that I called Royal Caribbean and said, hey, here's Probably. what's going on. There's a bunch of us that are, you know, coming on this cruise and we've got, you know, but delay after delay. And so they said, listen, if you can get to the ship by 430, we're going to let you on board. 
Um, but after 4.30, it's going to sail without you. So I'm thinking, oh, there's just no way, no way in the world we're going to make it by 4.30. So I'm in my head and kind of on my phone, you know, planning what's the next step. I got to get lodging for everybody in Miami until we can catch a flight out to the next port of I call. Think it was like Puerto Rico, probably. San yeah, Juan. something like that there. So um, so anyways, you know, the pilot made up some time and, you know, we're circling Miami and we're, you know, we're getting, you know, ready to land, finally come into landing. And as we're pulling up to the uh, the gangway to deplane, I had kind of like passed the word to everybody that was with us. I said, listen, you know, as soon as, you know, you can pop up out of your seats and like dash to the front. Because we'd ask the, the attendant, you know, listen, hey, this is what's going on. Can we kind of, you know, get, and they wouldn't do it. Yeah, they would, they're always like, well, yeah, you know, we'll we're kinda, in like you know. row 18 or 20 or whatever it is. But everybody did. I mean, you and your brothers did and the grim, the grandmother and aunt did. And so we were like the first ones off the plane ran down to baggage claim and lo and behold our luggage somehow some miracle was the first luggage off the belt there so we grabbed it flagged down a taxi threw the grandmother into the van and headed literally throwing her and i don't know if you remember the van ride to the uh, to the airport but the front wheels on this van mm-hmm. sounded like they were going to come off at any time <laughs> and this guy knows that we're in a hurry and he knows there's a big tip waiting for him so he's barreling down the highway trying to get to the port and these wheels in the front are just grinding but so anyways we you know we pull up to um you know to the uh, the place where you you know unload and get ready to get onto the ship and it's and it's like a ghost town. Oh, I yeah. mean, everybody, the taxis are all gone. Tumble the stewards are all gone. Are across. Yeah, and there's one guy standing there, and um, we start, you know, we get out of the van, and we grab our luggage, and we're heading there, and he kind of like, you know, jumps in front of us and says, hey, hold on, what's going on here? And I said, listen, listen, I already called Royal Caribbean. I already asked them. They said, as long as you get here by uh, by uh, 4.30, you can, you know, you can board the ship. Well, it's like 4.20, all right? So I'm thinking, what's the problem here? And he's like, well, hold on a second. He grabs out his cell phone or walkie talkie talk or whatever he had and he's sitting there very taking his time calling somebody and then you can tell he gets done with the call and he looks at me and he goes run <laughs> run <laughs> right. with 80 year olds with a couple of 80 year olds so yeah, we finally made it, um, you know, to the the check-in. And once we got there, they were like, slow down, take your time, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, we and say 4.30, but you could have got here at 5.15, <laughs> like, it's all good. Well, one of the nice thing is, is that uh, we missed the... Uh, um, the mustard the, or the mustard, mustard or whatever. Yeah, we, so we, we missed that. And um, so, you know, again, my aunt with... Uh, my, this is my great aunt, by the way. My great right. aunt with the bum knee, you know, she's kind of like, you know, struggling here. So we asked for a wheelchair. And Patricia, your mom, was so worked up over this that she was about to pass out. Yeah, so she's getting she, all clammy and stuff. She ended up in, in the wheelchair and my aunt was behind her pushing her. So anyways, okay. so anyways, you get to the room and I remember Linda Thompson, who at the time was our business development manager, she had already had, you know, a, a whole plate of chocolate covered strawberries in the room and a bottle of champagne. And I think because of the stress, your mom polished off every one of those strawberries and I drank the entire bottle of champagne by yeah. myself yeah yeah it was good yeah i think it ended up being a, a good cruise you know we found that piano up there yeah. in the card playing yeah. area that oh, was gosh, nice remember that? yeah i got the photos just a random beautiful thirty thousand dollar yamaha grand piano sitting there untouched and you made it your own oh yeah no one else was doing anything with it and when you find an unlocked piano you go for it because nowadays everyone locks the piano yeah ridiculous so we made it to uh saint martin mm-hmm. uh we're assuming this is the same yeah, i think it is I because think it the because if it was like 20 2008 i was a senior yeah i think it is yeah yeah because 
Yeah, no, I know it is. So like you said, you know, St. Martin, um, it's kind of like a beach destination, you know, port of call. Um, so, you know, we did the family thing, you know, got the uh, the chairs on the uh, on the beach there and just kind of chilled. The water was, you know, beautiful. The sand, I mean, just that. that oh, yeah, experience. it's a beautiful location. And uh, I think we, uh, at that time, uh, you guys started ordering the buckets of beer, was that? The buckets that? of Carib. Carib, yeah, which yeah. is delicious. It's so much better than, like, Corona or something. This is not a commercial for Carib, though, right? No, no, no. Or no. El Presidente. I don't, I don't even know who brews it, really. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, we got the buckets. and So you guys were, you know, filling pretty well. Um, and uh, we decided, hey, it's getting, you know, close to the hour. We need to head back to the ship. And... Uh, we decided we had enough time that we're going to kind of cruise through the little main street area there and check out some shops. But you guys had some different plans. Yeah, yeah. We were trying to find um, Cuban cigars because I think if I'm doing my math correctly, like, yeah, this cruise is in February, but I'm pretty sure I turned like 18 in November before that. So pretty fresh on like, ah, you know, like, oh, you're 18 now, so... If you're not going to, like, rebel and move out of the house, then the next coolest thing is, like, cigars. And not just any cigars. Well, yeah, Cubanos. Illegal Cuban, yeah, <laughs> Cuban exactly. cigars. So, I mean, that's kind of, yeah, we went on a hunt for those Cubans, which uh, it was pretty easy to find. Now, my my uh, recollection, recollection of the story is that um, it, it, we started to get now kind of late and we needed to yeah. head back. So I don't recall getting separated, though. I thought that it was a an agreement no, of, we were, like, we're doing this. Yeah. You will see on the ship. It's a good walk back to the ship. So we clearly got separated. So in, in uh, my version of the story is that um, we, we couldn't find you guys. So you, we walked in one store. You walked in another store. We went to look for you. Couldn't find you. So we kind of, uh, you know, hunted around for a little bit. And then I said to your mom, I said, listen, w- you know, we got to get back to the ship and, you know, see if they're there. And if not, we got to make sure that, you know, they get on board. So that's what we did. I mean, we hustled back to the ship and, you know, your mom kind of stayed down um, below checking on things, you know, asking, you know, the, you know, the security, you know, have these people come on board. Because again, you know, you swipe your card when you get off the ship. (laughs) Exactly. They know who's on the ship and who's not not on the ship. And you guys were not on the ship. Right. And again, now all the people are starting to, you can, what what I did is I went up to the very top deck and Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like looking over trying to spot, you know, three young guys, you know, making their way back to the ship. And I never saw you guys, you know, come back. But right. your I mean, mom was downstairs waiting. And we would have been easy to spot because this was the time when I had the blonde on one side and the black on the other oh, side right, my right. hair. Yeah. Split so, um, yeah, I, I, I got close, but you guys finally made it on board in just the nick of time. Yeah. So, I mean, bringing the story to my perspective now, because you're on the ship and I'm on the ground, um, David and I had been enjoying the Caribs with you. Um, you know, you're not scot-free in this story. Um, but I think we were enjoying them a little bit more than you were. And, you know, it's just that whole, you're old enough to enjoy them when you're in St. Martin. So uh, that's what we did. And, yeah, we, I mean, I don't remember being, like, obliterated, like, drunk or anything. Because I do remember the shops and, and going in which cigar places we went to. Um and finding the cigars, but I don't even know how we figured the time or whatnot. I just know that Derek was like the younger one who wasn't drinking the cribs. So he actually was the one who kind of like was directing us back to the ship. And, you know, it slowly started, I guess, kicking in more and getting a little bit more hazy, 
or whatever you want to call it, like a brownout, so to speak, instead of a blackout. But um, yeah, just like r- definitely running. There was running involved, I know, um, in like flip flops and just drunken running, and it was. And and thankfully, you know, through all of this, this was the 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 uh, the port that the uh, the grandma and the aunt decided that this, they were going to oh, hang back. Yeah, thank to stay God. on. Oh, gosh, yeah, it is such a walk from the ship to yeah, like the is, main yeah. area there. But um, yeah, we made it on. Uh, I think that we've said that there were motorcycles or something, and that's kind of what also helped maybe delay it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So um, apparently on this particular ship, there was probably, I'm going to say 25 to maybe 35. Um, I, I believe they were like Honda Goldwings that um, you know came along. So the owners brought their Goldwings onto the ship. And, um, you know, so every, at each port, they would, you know, offload all these motorcycles. They would go tour and do whatever they do, and then they came back. So, I did, I, yeah, I do think that that was I one think. of the things that slowed us down. But, hey, by the way, I, um, I checked because one of our travel specialists had asked mm, um, yes. about doing that, and I was informed that they no longer um, yeah. um, allow that to happen. I don't know if it's a security thing or fire thing, because each, each of these motorcycles is, you know, carrying, you know, yeah. five, six, seven gallons worth of, you know, uh, gasoline on board so true i didn't think of that. yeah yeah yeah. um yeah but that was good uh i don't think we had any other crazy hiccups the rest of that time i mean we went to saint thomas then yeah i don't think yeah any other memorable Uh, cruises you know nothing like we don't have any like crazy stories i would say uh, I mean, I do have another one but, most recently, but I don't know how the audience would I, yeah, perceive like, it if I were to tell that one yeah. of me. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm a lovable character in the community right now, and I'm not sure. Maybe some... I know Roberta would be like, that's my boy. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's we'll just say that this. One for another. <laughs> yeah, it has to do with um, going zip lining in Jamaica and then going to Jamaica, not like the tourist trap area. Yeah. Um, it was good. Yep, I think they can read between the lines. Yeah, red stripe, jerk chicken, a dude with a nine millimeter. It was great. <laughs> um, well, you know, again, um, these were you know a few cruises that you know really st- stood out in our minds. But we've got so many more stories, oh, and, yeah. um, and 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 really, this is what it's about. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at the fun that you got, you and I have had here over the last couple of minutes, just kind of reminiscing about the. And really, that's what your clients are looking for. They're looking for. You know, some great experiences and some memories. So, you know, keep that in mind as you're, you know, as you're working, putting together proposals and itineraries for your clients that it's, you know, it's not about, you know, the two or three thousand dollars they're going to spend on this vacation. It's not about the food that they're going to eat or, you know, it's really going to be about the experiences and the memories that they're able to create. And that's where I always bring my saying that's not mine, but the whole, you know, you all know it by now. Uh, what is it? <laughs> oh, money comes back around. Time does not. Exactly. So, you know, go on those trips and whatnot. Yeah. And now you got the travel specialist posting that too. I well, saw they should. Just, like, Come on. Yesterday. Yeah. It's so clever. And I think I got it from like Pinterest or somewhere. Yeah. I don't this, know. This was fun. Yeah. And ironically, most of these stories have to do with Royal Caribbean, which I'll lead into. Yes. Next week we have Kirk from Royal Caribbean coming and we're going to chat. He's awesome. He you know, is he, awesome. He's, uh, he's relatively new with him. I think he only yeah. came on board last... Uh, Maybe last summer, end of last summer. So, uh, but he's he's been a fabulous business development manager for us. He was just in the office um, this past week with uh, with Mary Lynch and with Vicky Freed from Royal Caribbean, which yeah. is pretty awesome. It was very good. So, okay, well, that was good. Um, 
I'm excited for next week because I'll get to talk to Kirk, who is semi-nervous and apparently taking voiceover lessons just to do this silly little podcast, but whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. Have a good Friday, y'all. Well, that about does it for this episode. Remember to subscribe to Luxio Vacations Radio wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you ever considered becoming a travel agent, visit luxevilvacations.com forward slash join for more info and to sign up. Also, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can leave us a voice message saying how much you enjoyed the podcast or feel free to ask us questions. Signing up for Anchor is free and they are the company we use to host and distribute this podcast. Remember to tune in next week for a brand new episode. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.